will start at um, the B-roll of me saying, hey, I was paying no attention at all. Perfect. It's time to stand up or shut up with your hosts, Chris and Jen. This is the Theme Park Stand Podcast. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Theme Park Stand Podcast. Welcome to 2024 and our first guest today, or this year, Josh from Station Weight. How's it going, dude? Hey, it's going great. Um, Yeah, like Chris said, new year. Um, Lots of coasters this year, hopefully. Uh, I just saw a coaster crew might be going to Japan this year. His hashtag said 2025. Oh, did it? Okay, I didn't. I just saw the picture. Good, because I have a wedding to pay for this year. (laughs) (laughs) Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, um, so like Chris said, I'm Josh from Station Weight. Um, I have the YouTube channel Station Weight. I am also one of the hosts of Quad Down Pot. Um, I've been an enthusiast officially for a couple years, though I've been going to parks and riding coasters my whole life. Um, But I got incorporated in the community. Uh, This is going to be my third season in the community coming up. Um, I got to meet Chris and Jen, these wonderful people, um, early on in my coaster days, and I'm super excited to be here and talk coasters and apparently hot takes. Yeah, we love hot takes. That um, reminds us, we will have a hot take from Josh from Station Wait at the end of the episode. Very excited. Excellent. Per usual. Um, So, looks like we got a new extended name for nemesis today was that not announced already i knew that name somehow uh this today is the first i've heard of it that was the first i heard it too oh i know why they applied for the merch trademark like six months ago i think so everybody was like oh nemesis reborn but it got announced today okay that makes sense i saw somebody else confused as well but now I remember. Okay. Um, what do you think about it? Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> I I think it's good. Like, I don't know. It's good. I think every single person is still going to refer to it as Nemesis. It's it's a dragster situation Many. for sure. <laughs> yeah, um, like, I don't think anything changed. Did Nemi have a talent name? I know it didn't at one point. It still does not. I think that I need it to wait for it to reopen to like mm. give it one to its. It's like I think it actually is the only invert that does not have a talent name. I vote you should call it Phoenix Talon because it's like the bird died and was reborn. Oh, I see. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of good names, but I think Nemesis deserves an incredible name. It's also like extraterrestrial. So <laughs> I know that one's been offered a lot alien talent has been offered a lot do you have one for phoenix rising yet no i haven't what decided about- if i'm gonna do the mm. like pity inverse That's fair. because then it's like i'm i'm kind of sliding into slc area i feel like debatable and, and like suspended coaster area mm. that's true like, I just feel like I, I don't know. I haven't decided yet. So um, I will decide um, if I'll decide when they open. If So what, what about like for Nemesis, going back to this, Sigourney Weaver Talon, because she's an alien. <laughs> <laughs> that one's really good. Yeah, I don't know. 
Just throwing it out there. That one's really good. Maybe you'll uh, have to like take all the suggestions and make a poll and let the people choose this one. Yeah. Speaking of which, I need to, while we're recording this, I need to turn on my YouTube TV so I can hopefully watch Michigan get their ass kicked. <laughs> birds. This is college. Go birds. Uh, anyway, and Michigan's already winning, so that sucks. <laughs> um, but yeah, we have a ton of questions today, so I think like that's going to take up a lot of our time. And it's like really slow in the news. So <laughs> there is that. Um, so Jen, you want to kick us off with the questions? Yeah. Or do, sure. you want, is it, or do you want me to? I can. Uh, popping straight into it. Mitchell, he said, will corkscrew be removed at the end of the season? And, and would a tamer version of Raptor work at Cedar Point? Like a step up from Iron Dragon in between. Guest, go first. Oh, okay. Um, there's two questions. Corkscrew removed at the end of 2025. I, it said 2025, right? This season. Oh, this season. I don't think so. I think 26 at the earliest. Um, I think it's going to depend on similar to how Gatekeeper last year had a lot longer of a line when the boardwalk opened. I think if Corkscrew gets an uptick in ridership due to the Top Thrill 2 Midway project... Um, then I think that's going to give it a shot of life for maybe up till 2030 or so. Um, I don't think it makes sense to remove something else on that midway right now when they just obviously did the top thrill because they've kind of been bouncing around the park for the last 10 years or so. I think Millennium Island and or um, what's it called? Cedar Creek Mine Ride is going to be next. Um, no, not Cedar Creek Mine Ride. I hate Cedar Creek Mine Ride so much. <laughs> so that's the uh, worst trains <laughs> in the industry. It does. I had the best time on that ride, but part of it was definitely because there was just this so there was this vault just loose on the structure. <laughs> and every time it went by, there was like a huge piece of the structure. I know what there. you're talking about. Yeah. And I was like, I'm so excited for this ride because I actually think I might die. Like the fact that there's a piece of the structure like fully swaying back and forth. Chris like, is right though. Those trains, it's, they only go up like halfway. I'm short and they only go up like halfway on my back. So when it goes over some of the janky transitions, it literally like throws me backwards over the train. And the single position lap bar just sucks. It's terrible. I uh, enjoyed it. Uh, I don't have to. I feel like Corkscrew might stay around longer than people want and hoped, um, just because of one top throw dragster. But then also, like, it's pretty reliable. It's not giving them any issues. Um, so I see no actual reason other than it's janky as all get out to remove it. Um, but I would have to agree. I think. I think. I don't know. I feel like maybe Gemini might be first to be removed next. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Interesting choice. Put the Gemini trains on Cedar Creek Mine Ride and then we're in business. Yeah. Which, didn't they test that when they removed the three trains? Yeah, they trains? did, like, a few years ago, yeah. Mm -hmm. What do you think, Jen? Um, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> a lot of... 
I don't know. Yeah. Uh, also, sorry, go ahead. I don't know. I don't really have much of an opinion. Like, I don't think, I don't know. I also do not see them adding a B&M kids invert. I know. I agree. Um, would it do well? Anything at Cedar Point would do well, realistically. Um, but is it needed? No. Um, I feel like they need more kid stuff. They do, but I think they need a Camp Snoopy overhaul of some sort. That part of the park hasn't seen love since, what, like 97, really? Like, whenever they put in uh, pipe screen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but back to the corkscrew point for a second. I thought about this when Chris was talking. I wonder if the Six Flags Cedar Fair merger is going to have an impact on arrow coasters. Because as some close, you can cannibalize a lot more parts. Because you're essentially double to tripling the amount of parts available in the chain when you do that. Because like every Six Flags has a terrible uh, arrow coaster. And half the yeah. Cedar Fair parks have a terrible arrow coaster. Um Except Magnum. Magnum is amazing. No, Magnum is awful. I was getting all excited. <laughs> I'm with Laurel on that one. I love no. Magnum. Magnum is my third favorite in that park. Magnum is awful. <laughs> but anyway, um, I wonder if the merger is going to extend the life or shorten the life of certain arrow coasters. Like Demon at Great America. Is that where that is? Is like people are like, oh, it's going to close after its 50th. I wonder if maybe they pull parts from somewhere or use demons parts somewhere else. We could say state the obvious and remove Anaconda because that thing is junk. Oh, that's the sketchiest I've ever felt. Like the the way that the over the shoulders were, I was like in a cage because they didn't close as far down on me. So we went over the corkscrew super slow. Uh, mind you, this was during haunt and it was a cold night. And I literally got so much hang time and laterals that I like like fell around in a square and anaconda was super super jank yeah i liked anaconda <laughs> <laughs> our takes are never going to align guys i thought anaconda was so much fun like i got off of that one and i was like it's janky as shit but also like i really enjoyed it i laughed the whole entire time there is one old coaster we will all agree on and that's super duper looper Oh, yeah. Super Duper Looper is life. Really, Chris? <laughs> I mean, the loop is fun, but the rest of it is just okay. It's, it's it's enjoyable. I guess so, yeah. Anyway, what's the next question, Chris? <laughs> uh, the next question comes from Hawk Vandalay. Hawk Vandalay! And his question is just, when is the next Dorney meetup? <laughs> oh... It's a question for you guys. It sounds like it. Jen, what do you feel? Um, I'll do a Dorney meetup every day. <laughs> I have a feeling that the first one, which I don't know if you'll be there, Hawk Vandalay, but Iron Menace <laughs> to media day. Yeah. yeah. Depending on when that is, because opening day is the 10th of May, and it's got to be like right before then. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm thinking it's going to be the Friday before opening, which would be May 3rd, which is the day before my wedding. And all of the quote-unquote influencers that are going to be invited to that event pretty much are on my wedding guest list. I mean, there's going to be some that aren't. But it's going to be very interesting 
And I basically told Kyla, like, if it's the Thursday before, I'm taking off work. And I'm like, I'll be back for the rehearsal dinner on Friday. She's like, yeah, do whatever you want. So oh I like truly, I truly hope it's not that week. because I, I really hope so. I hope so, too. It's yeah. already top thrill two pass holder previews that week. That's oh true. my gosh, guys, this really just like ruined <laughs> everything because I didn't think about it being that week at all. I was like, it's it's the week after. It'll be great. Everything will be fine. And I'm in Disneyland. Ooh. When? That week of May. I think. I have to look. I think. I think that I'm in Disneyland. I hope they the run it. Thing we never mentioned on the on the show is the uh, Cedar Point doing the, the the weird stuff during April. Past preview. Oh, and, oh yeah, that was, they did for Steve, didn't they? I don't recall that. I think I've seen vlogs about Steve Passholder preview. I wasn't really following the community they, at that time. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. Um, but I don't. I wonder. I assume that it's just for. TT2 and nothing else is open. I imagine, yeah. That's how... Um, well, I was at Boardwalk Media Day, um, which Ant slash Passholder Preview. Um, I got there as Preview. Um, and that it was like just the Boardwalk. Everything else was still barricaded off, like how they do during Winter Chill Out, where there's like trucks and barricades to keep you in places. So I imagine it's just going to be enter through the Magnum Gate, walk to that, like the Midway right there, and you can't go anywhere else and do anything else. Yeah. Speaking of winter chill out, that should be uh, on sale sometime soon. Yeah, I was thinking about that today. I'll probably go. I always do. <laughs> I I really hope to go this year. Yeah, I don't. Oh, uh, anyway. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, I am. I have to find my thing. Um, McLovin, he said, if you could only go to one country in Europe for coasters, which one would you pick? Germany. I think Germany's a very safe answer, honestly. Yeah, I think I would go Poland. That's my number two. Yeah, I'm Germany on this one. Yeah. I think just with Energylandia and then like Wallaby Park, like Hyperion and Conda, I think that would be yeah. definitely a good second for me yeah me too well that was easy <laughs> <laughs> they also have the park with uh leck coaster don't they i think so yeah and then germany what Fantasyland and europa europa park and there's yeah. something else in germany i wanted I think to there's do, smaller but... parks that have really good coasters too they also yeah. have uh expedition g-force i forget the name holiday park ah uh, yes 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 so, and that's those are two good countries for coasters. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, negative power is saying hot take Twister over Phoenix at Knobles. Jen made a face. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you agree with this, Jen. I love Twister. I really do. Like, I really, really, really love Twister. But if you. If you know how to ride Phoenix, Phoenix is the best coaster like ever. It's so good. But you need to know how to ride it. Like 
How do you ride it? Because I haven't ridden Twister. I've only ridden Phoenix. Okay, so I ride it. I do not put my feet on the ground. My feet do not touch the ground the whole entire time I'm on it. And I hold the lap bar. Like some the first drop, I'll put my hands up, but I hold the lap bar and I keep my feet up. And the airtime, like there have been times where I've I've literally like tipped out over and had to like pull myself back in. Like the when your feet aren't touching the ground, the airtime on that ride with the buzz bars is insane. Like I have almost been yeeted from those trains and it has been fantastic. So you ride it Skyrush style. Interesting. Yes. And it's so much fun. And all I do is laugh the whole time. It is fantastic. I'll have to try that because I have, since I started recounting credits, because I forgot a lot from my childhood, I have 121 and Phoenix isn't even in my top 25. So. Really? Yeah. I will say this, like this is totally off subject, but uh, but it reminded me of my rides I had two years ago during the night of coaster stock where we had ERT on the racer at Kings Island, where, uh, yeah, you could practically stand up. So that was fun. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> like standing on a, on a coaster. Yeah, like it's so much fun. It's really funny that like, Enthusiasts love so much airtime that they're standing, but as soon as you make a standing coaster, it's like, no, I don't want that. Unless it's pipeline, from what I hear. I've heard that. Are you going out there in February, Chris? Uh, I still don't. I don't think so. I don't think so right now. I'm doing it on my honeymoon, um, so I'm super excited for it. Yeah. I'm saving all my time for summer traveling. Mm, Holiday nights. Hollywood nights, I mean. I'll be there. Yeah. Gotta ride good gravy. <laughs> Night ERT on good gravy. Yes. What's our next one, Jen? I. Oh my god, I forgot about good gravy. That like makes it. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm a little out of it. If you can't tell. <laughs> I'm doing great. Everything's fine. Everything's great. Um, the next one I don't know anything about. Um, Flaming Scrubs said, will the Lions lose to the Rams and Stafford? Um, go Birds. <laughs> we include Go Birds as well. I think a better question is, are the Eagles going to lose? Um, go Birds. <laughs> Eagles go down to Tampa Bay to play. Yeah. Tampa's on a kind of a hot streak. The Eagles are on kind of a not streak. Um, I, feel like, I feel like Philly will get it together. Did you see the video of uh, Nick Sirianni on the sideline? Like, I fucking know what I'm doing. No, you didn't. Jen, I like the Eagles. Like, out of the three fandoms here, I hate the Dolphins. I like the Eagles, and I love the Bills. So, like, you're in the middle on my... Um, ironically, I, I used to love the Eagles, and then when I lived in Philly, my liking, my love for them faded, ironically. Um but I feel yeah, like it's probably something to do with you getting close to the fans. Eh, well, I don't know. Bills Mafia might be crazier than Philly fans, but oh, I, don't know. I find I find that hard to believe. If, no, I say, if, I, all I've ever heard is Philly fans. Philly fans. <laughs> if there was a Bills Eagles Super Bowl, that city is being lit on fire. No matter who wins, no matter what happens, like that's how crazy both of our fandoms are. 
But, you do uh, know what they do that are fucking sick. Yeah, no, I know. I know right? that. Yes, we currently yes. do that. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. I was in Philly the year that you won the Super Bowl. I remember. Um, oh my God, when we lost, it was worse. <laughs> um, but to answer the question, I think the Lions are going to win. I would agree. I think so. It's a home game. I think go birds. It's going to be close, I feel. It'll be close, but... <laughs> What a story that would be if Stafford come back comes back and beats them. I some people think the NFL is scripted. I'm not going to voice my opinion on that. But I saw somebody today that was like the scriptwriters cooked. You have Stafford playing um, the Lions. You have some but some other quarterback playing. Oh, Tyreek! It wasn't Tyreek is going back to Kansas City. There's like a few matchups that are like really good quote unquote storylines for the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Great. Well, Jesus Christ, man. I'm sorry. Michigan is <laughs> winning 14 to 3 now. Fuck my life. Kind of like the Bills game last night. I hate Michigan more than anything. Anyway, uh, I don't know. I, this is the first time commenter here. Uh, I feel like I've seen this person comment on things, but I don't know. Coaster Crud. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Which park has the best bathrooms? He's <laughs> definitely like a um, what is the word I'm thinking of? Troll. The word is troll. Troll. Yes. He is a self-proclaimed troll. Got it. He does make me laugh though. Um, best bathrooms? Are we talking like across the board? Because like the Grand Pavilion bathrooms are pretty nice, but Cedar Point's bathrooms on average are dreadful. Yeah, well below average. No, I feel like you have to pick a very specific bathroom. Like, what is your favorite bathroom? Oh, okay. I have to think then. I already have mine. Lord. It's got it. You're going to have to. I mean, I feel like Jen's definitely going like Disney or Universal. Tangled um, bathroom? Oh, not-, I, not a tangled bathroom. I literally have my bathrooms. Like, I have like a list of bathrooms that are the best pooping bathrooms on Disney. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. I need that from my honeymoon. Um, <laughs> there are I I have preferred pooping bathrooms on Disney property, guys. Also preferred bathrooms in general, but there it's very important. Does the Breakers bathroom count for Cedar Point? Because if I'm in that side of the park, I will walk out of the park to go poop in the Breakers bathroom, like the lobby bathroom. Sure, it can count. I mean, it's on park property, right? My other answer is the one by. The shoot the shoots at Hershey. Hmm. Oh, that one's good. That's a good bathroom. And the AC is always hitting in there, too. Yeah, I would say, like, if you want, like, the worst bathrooms, Cedar Point, like. Cedar Fair's bathroom as a whole are ter- terrible. The King's Island's not that bad. Yeah, not that. They're not that bad, but still not great. The one in the front at Kings Island is usually surprisingly clean for like a front of park bathroom. You know what I'm talking about, Chris? Yeah. Yeah, but there's like clean and then there's like an experience. Like, take me to Norway. In <laughs> <laughs> So it's okay. Yeah. Actually, like, why do bathrooms always have to constantly be like drenched? They're always just that's a wet. good question. I have a story about Norway bathroom, by the way. 
I was back when Maelstrom was a thing. When I was at Disney, when I was like ten, I had a very wet fart, and I ended up in the Nord, uh, the Norway bathroom, getting yelled at by my parents when I was ten, borderline crying my eyes out because you know, yeah, that situation happened. So that's my experience with Norway bathroom. You gotta love those wet farts. <laughs> Do you want to know the best part though? Like. That was your Norway bathroom experience, and that's not even like they redid the bathroom, so those bathrooms don't even exist. So you really told that. Uh, story. Uh, <laughs> I forgot that they like the redid bathroom. that whole land. Uh, whatever. Uh, it's fine. We got a nice wet fart story on the <laughs> pod. <laughs> Title of the episode, right there: Wet farts. Wet farts in Epcot. Wet farts in Norway. Anyway, good Disney property ones, though, guys. That's where I—that's where I think everyone should go to go to the bathroom at a park. So yeah, coaster cred, LFG. Ooh. Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, if it's my turn, I keep forgetting if <laughs> it's my turn or not. Yes. Oh my gosh. And then I you're love the, that you're the red names. Awkwardly, Chris is just like, <laughs> he just like awkwardly sits there in silence when it's very clear that I have no idea that I'm the next one there. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, we have to basically hand feed Taylor segues on our pod Ooh. or she'll just like hard turn. She'll be like, yeah, top throw too. Did you see what Disneyland did? Like to try to translate to our next spot on the dock. And I'm like, <laughs> so it's, you're good, Jen. You're good. Oh, we don't. I, I heart. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just here for the ride. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next is CP Coaster Lover said, why is there so much hate for Talon out there? Where is this hate? I don't see it. I see a lot of hate for Talon. I there wouldn't say so hate. hate for Talon. I would say underrating, minimalizing. They minimalize Talon's impact on the industry. What is Talon's impact on the industry? <laughs> um, it's the second best invert in America. Okay. No, it's the first best invert it's, in America. It's, it's not. It is. Behind what, Josh? Kraft Mac and Cheese Talon, of course. Kraft Mac and Cheese Talon is bullshit next to Talon. Just call Phoenix Rising Easy Mac or Easy Mac and Cheese. Like the little microwave cups of mac and cheese. That's what you gotta do. I gotta see the coloring. It's blue and red, isn't it? Yeah, but like Montu was always That's true. That's true. That's but Montu true. is a really nice yellow and blue and now it looks like a fucking Kraft Mac and Cheese guy. <laughs> I was I didn't realize how bad it was, and then I went to BGT for the first time, and I'm like, "What the fuck is it's this?" So it's so bad. bad. And with the theming, like Chris, yeah, yeah, you have you had to see it. Like with the theming, it looks terrible. Like pictures do not do it justice. I have I've only ridden it during its old color scheme. So yeah, the new color scheme. Like every picture that you see of the new color scheme, imagine that, but ten times brighter. Like, yeah, like, boost the saturation on any picture you see. Like, just drag the slider. It's bad. The yellow is fine, but why that color blue, I don't I don't understand. 
Oh, see, for me, I think the blue looks better than the yellow. I agree. I agree. The blue, the, is, yeah. We needed like a muted tan, like it used to be. I agree. And it's like it's it's getting up close to neon up there. And I guess what I was gonna say is, either one had could have been different. Like they yes, have yes. The combination colors. is terrible. Yes. It's awful. It looks like a craft mac and cheese box. It it does. But yeah, we don't know how why Talon gets hate. This is this is what actually started all my Talon Talon bullshit because I truly am like Talon is the best BNM member, and everyone I've ever talked to would then just take that as an opportunity to be like, no one even rides Talon or like Talon doesn't even whatever, and that's why I got on like the train of like Talon is the best ever and Talon deserves every piece of recognition on this planet. Um, Talon's good. Talon's, Talon's really good. I would say Talon's great. Yeah. So I mean, good. it's my second favorite invert behind, um, sorry, Top Gun Talon. It's your second favorite inverted coaster? The B&M inverts? I was trying to trick you into saying it was better than uh, Possessed. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Possessed is not as good as Talon. Get out of here. Um, I will accept Top Gun Talon as a number one, though. I will not accept Kraft Mac and Cheese Talon. What about Talon of the Alps? Um, Talon of the Alps, I won't accept either. I would not either. I thought terribly overrated, in my opinion. It's just, so I like, I say this all the time, I like a balance of positives and relief. And you get that with Top Gun Talon, and you get that with Talon. You get that with Raptor. You don't get that. Like, Kraft Mac and Cheese Talon and Talon of the Alps are just intense the whole time. Like, I am grayed out and I don't remember a single thing the whole entire ride. That's valid. The only thing oh. I really remember about Talon of the Alps is the super snappy Cobra roll. Like, I felt like oh. I got, like, yeah, you hit that Cobra roll in the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't like I literally make it to the first element and I don't remember a single thing on that coaster, which is also so sad because it's such a beautiful coaster. It is. It is. So yes. that's what I feel about being yeeted into the inversions, uh, is like the same thing as Great Bear. Great Bear does that. I felt yeah, like those those, that, those, in, like... those inversions I felt like were the most intense inversions I've ever felt on a B and M member. I rode Great Bear. The only time I read it was wrote it was with Jen on that like ninety five degree day when we were all super dehydrated, so I barely remember Great Bear. Oh, I did with alcohol, so <laughs> that's, that's not hydration, Jen. I will I never. <laughs> I'll never forget on one episode of this podcast, Jen said, "Oh, we didn't even ride Super Duper Looper." <laughs> no, we did. Jen was just too drunk to remember riding Super Duper no, Looper. No, you didn't say that. I wasn't too drunk. I have a, I have a really crap memory, guys. That, that's true. That's so true. Bad. Actually, she did complain about not being drunk enough before we went back into the park. So she, it probably is memory, but it was, it's still pretty fun. <laughs> I truly have a terrible memory, guys. When my adrenaline gets too high or if I have like a sip of alcohol, every ounce of my memory goes out the window. <laughs> So, I swear I was not that drunk. <laughs> you didn't have that much. That's fair. I had that much. I just can, I mean, I can house a lot. 
Well, I, I accounted for that when I said you didn't have that much. Oh, okay. I, I've seen you drink <laughs> multiple times. I feel like our meetup at Dorney, that was a uh, a lot of drinking that day. <laughs> yeah, and at the end of that night, I was still like... She I had to stay warm. Sleep. It was cold that day. There were... um, There's a video that Brandon took, and he's like drinking his beer and like we were sharing a beer and he's like drinking his beer and he is like way drunk and i was like you are far more long than i am please give me that like in the middle of his video <laughs> oh my goodness okay here's a fun question here which i don't know how i'm going to answer this because i have no clue uh from our master studios if you were an ikea meatball which one would you be <laughs> <laughs> I, are there more than one ikea meatball i don't think so i don't know do they I serve different i want to be the cute little cup let me i need to google this really quick last like, time i went you? to ikea was in indianapolis a couple weeks ago the food court was closed so i can't answer this question um, even if the food report is closed at the checkout, you can order the cutest little cup. It's like $3 and it, they literally put it in like an ice cream sundae. At the, the, ice cream. the little kiosk was closed too. They had no food service in the entire Ikea. Huh. No ice cream and soda? Nope. I wanted well, an icy. I was mad. That's wild. Cause I feel like the ice cream and the soda is always open, even if the other stuff is not. Yeah, that's that's my experience, at least with the one in Conshohocken, as I've never seen the kiosk closed at the end there. I've only been to we have one not far from my house, but I haven't been to that one, but I've been to the one in Tampa. So <laughs> there's that. You talking about the one at uh, Gemini exit? Yeah. Like yeah, I know which one you're talking I about. Popped off there. Yep. There's always a Top Golf right next to an IKEA. I don't get it. This will be the case. They're a package deal. <laughs> um, I only when I googled it, all it says is Swedish meatballs, so I'll go with that. I think that's the only option, but I still want to be the cute little cup that you can get at checkout. I'll be an Allen wrench. You couldn't tell by looking at me, but I'm 25% Italian, so I'm actually going to bring my own meatballs to IKEA and be an Italian meatball. Final answer. That's not that's not an option because let's be real. IKEA Swedish meatballs are better than any Italian meatball I've ever had in my life. What I do when I go to IKEA is I make a like a Swedish poutine. So I order a thing of fries and have them put gravy and meatballs on it. And it is so good. Yeah, I don't know what they do to those Swedish. It's meatballs. cocaine. It's got to be. Yeah, cocaine. they definitely have to lace it in something. Of course, the guy from Buffalo would eat poutine. I love poutine. My fiance is from Vancouver. Right next door to Canada there. Oh, I literally sometimes drive across the border to get poutine and go to Bulk Barn. Bulk Barn is a... They have, like, bulk baking goods, candies, soup mixes, all flowers, all sorts of stuff. I literally just drive across, go to A&W or Costco for poutine, Bulk Barn, come back across. It's great. What a name, Bulk Barn. It sounds like you could bulk up there like it's a dream. <laughs> they do have whey protein and giant tubs. <laughs> Time to bulk up. Anyway. Oh my gosh. <laughs> LFG to the next question here. All right. Whiskey Nick. He said, prediction for the old Vortex plot of at King's Island. We'll finally get an announcement in August. Will we? Will we? 
I've I've heard it's twenty. It's not for twenty twenty five. I've heard everything ranging from twenty six to like twenty nine. Um, oh my gosh! Yeah. Uh, what do you think will go there when it's time? What's your prediction? It has to be a well. It doesn't have to be, but I think it would be safe to, safest to say a multi launch probably. Um, I've heard Intamin. I've heard Mock. I've heard Vacoma. I have no solid pick on manufacturer, but um, I I think a multi-launch is the safe guess at this point. Yeah, I would agree. Um, and who knows with this merger, like which yeah. manufacturer they're going to be yeah. used anymore. So don't I get I can't rule out a B and M launched coaster. <laughs> I just can't. That's now. true. That's especially with uh, King's Dominion getting their launched wing, allegedly. I just don't. Everybody keeps thinking dive. I don't think there'll there'll be a dive I anytime agree. soon. Going to, uh, if anything, I feel like if they did a dive coaster, you could see uh, like Congo Falls and another. That's Vertigo exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I say a multi launch as well. That that is like the perfect plot of land for a. A layout for a monte launch it is and then if it goes out into the woods a little interacts with the beast that'd be so cool yeah or Jen, under have you been Orion. To King's Island? Ooh, i didn't even think about that have you been what to king's island jen i have not been to king's island <sighs> so um with that i'm gonna say talent at jordan park <laughs> i mean it is better than banshee so there's that <laughs> getting kicked with a rusty both- hand better than banshee but they're both bird themed. It'll be so cute. Wait, what are both bird themed? Isn't a banshee a type of like spooky bird? No. No, it's like a spirit. Oh, it's okay. an Irish like spirit bird lady spirit thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought that it was kind of like a bird type spirit thing. I didn't. Okay, never mind. Not bird themed. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I'm stupid. It's fine. Are you guys familiar with like the? cliche that when a nerd is watching Lord of the Rings with somebody and Aragorn kicks the helmet, they have to mention that he broke his foot in that shot. Nope. Okay, so that's like a thing. It's like everybody who knows that is compulsed to say that. I feel like for like a certain type of roller coaster nerd, did you know that Mantis was going to be named Banshee? It's like the same thing. Whenever somebody mentions Banshee at King's Island, like, did you know they took that name from Cedar Point? Yeah. Do you know how you could solve that? By calling it... down Ruguru? No. Calling <laughs> <laughs> it spooky screaming, screaming Talon. That's true. What do you mean? There's no Banshee. It's spooky screaming Talon. <laughs> yeah, spooky screaming Talon. Does it still scream when it goes over the hill? Yeah. If it doesn't scream when it goes over the hill, like if that dies before I go to King's Island, I will not be coming to King's Island. <laughs> Despite all the other amazing things there, that's all Jen cares about. I only care about spooky screaming talent screaming. <laughs> You're gonna be so Speaking of Kings Island, did you see how many coasters got over a million riders this year? Four or five? Five. five. <laughs> that's that, insane. I mean, they have what three B and M's, a dual racing coaster. Um I'm not really surprised. They have a lot of high capacity rides there. Mystic can churn through people. 
I feel like the surprising one is racer for me though, because half the time only one the side blue track is down. Yeah, half the time. Yeah, that's valid. Surprising, but I mean, I get it. <clears throat> I get it because it's a popular park and it's busy as fuck every day. <laughs> I've seen you were at oh you were at Passholder, not opening day, right? For Kings right. Island, opening mm-hmm. day, the line for racer was out of the queue. It was like ridiculously long. Yeah. But they were only running one train, like you said, or one one track. Yeah, yeah, only one coaster, right? Because it's two credits. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's an interesting debate, Chris. Do you count two racing separately tracked coasters as two or one? I go back and forth constantly. I think at the moment I have them as two. Um. Wait, I don't understand. What is the argument to have them as one? They're two different coasters. Because it's the same station and the same layout. By go back and forth, Gemini is the one that I always go back and forth on, really. Um, I'm pretty sure Racer 75, Racer KI, um, what else? What other racing coasters do I have? Lightning Racer, obviously. You can't argue Lightning Racer at all. Those are completely different layouts. I have all of those as different credits in my list. Gemini, I love hearing people's discussion on though. If it's, what do you think about Gemini, Jen? Um, I've never ridden Gemini, um, but they are two different sets of track, two different sets of systems, like engineering, like everything. <laughs> That's I don't know what I'm saying right now, guys. I think I needed an energy drink before this. Um, <laughs> But like there are, t- it's just like completely different systems. Like they have different systems, different trains, different like. Yeah, I don't know. They're two completely different. I, systems. I know exactly what you're saying, but what my brain went to when you said that was, well, Zumanjaro and King the Ka's systems are connected. So does that mean Zumanjaro is then three credits as part of King the Ka? Well, a draft card is not a credit. I, I know. Well, what about Demon Drop? Nope. I don't. I am only gonna go against whatever anyone says. I, <laughs> I I don't count Demon Drop personally. I understand why. And I do. do I count Demon Drop as a credit. <laughs> what are you, uh, Taylor from Coaster Studios over here, uh, or McLovin? Actually, McLovin doesn't count Demon Drop. I don't think, and that's well, surprising. No, Demon Drop's a cred. <laughs> Chris, what's the next question? Uh. My next question. I, I have a question. So, what's your plan for Cedar Point? If you're you open up Top Thrill Two, right? Mm. What's the next timeline look like? Where's it going to go in the park, and what are you putting there? Um, I kind of touched on this earlier. I think again to go with the safe answer, Cedar Point needs wood um badly i love blue streak but there's just not enough wood at that park i think if you take out i i knew someone was gonna go there uh if you take out cedar creek mine ride and you use millennium island and then it goes over the lagoon with like a gravity group or a gci you could do some really good stuff back there um but for timeline wise i don't know i've seen people say 2025 i think that's crazy um maybe 20 7 28 um i think it's going to depend on the merger and what king's island ends up doing honestly um 
there, there's a lot of stuff to figure out with that merger that obviously none of us are privy to, but guessing timelines right now is so difficult. Yeah. I feel like the only things that are still set in stone for the, for the parks right now is through 25. I agree. And after that is kind of up in the air. Um, Jen, what do you think? What do you think? What would you add to Cedar Point? Other than Talon. <laughs> other than Talon. Um, I feel like I'd like to see like a mock in there. Um, just because we don't see many of them and Cedar Point does like have a history of doing things that we don't see as much. Um, so what, an extreme spinner? Oh, an extreme spinner would be a dream. But even like I find like I find the mock launch, multi-launch, like copperhead mm-hmm. strike to be a completely different experience than any Intamin multi-launch I've ever been on. So even a multi-launch, but uh, oh my gosh, an extreme spinner would be a fucking dream. But um, what, are, what about the striker coaster. coaster they have? Oh yeah. Yeah. That looks pretty sweet. I don't, I kind of have stayed away from not like intentionally or anything sequestered, but like, I haven't seen a ton about it. I haven't gone out of my way. I I watched part of like the animated thing. I'm like, what the? What's a striker coaster? Like, it looks so interesting. Nobody knows, obviously. Yeah, I mean, the on the the video that they have out that it has a launch that is pretty much like upside down. Like you start to go upside down. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I wonder how engineering speaking you handle that like forces because obviously accelerating through a curve you typically want to slow down through a curve so like i wonder if it's going to be a weak launch or like if that's just going to be a bone crushing g moment it is mock and their launches aren't known for it's true but at the same time they use the same supplier that zamperla and bnm use and their it's called their slim system is advertised for up to 10 g's which obviously isn't legal but their roller coaster LS- LSM system can push. It can push. So I, I, want, I always wonder why Mach doesn't do a punchy launch. Like, you yeah. know, just to get rid of that reputation, just punch someone in the face, you know? Well, <laughs> also because, like, their coasters are. I, I don't think that their coasters would be nearly as good going fast through those layouts. I don't. I think, like. I think that. Like, I just think of Copperhead Strike. Like, Copperhead Strike, I thought it was drastically better on the freezing cold day when it was, mm. like, barely pushing. I was like, the, you feel like you are about to just drop out of the train. Like, the hang time's so good. Um, whereas, like, the day before when it was 60 degrees outside and, it like, those were pushing a little bit more and they still weren't good launches at all. They were pushing. I did. I like. I think it was a drastically different coaster. But so, imagine I, Slinky Dog Dash at eighty miles an hour. Um, I yeah. honestly hate Slinky Dog Dash, so I don't want to imagine Slinky Dog Dash ever. <laughs> but it'd be over faster. Uh, well, I guess that. But then you'd also have to take those bunny hills that quick. I mean, that <laughs> That's just Air Force One and Magnum. Then again, we don't have a lot of mocks here to really uh, have yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's part of the reason I want to see them too, because um, 
like we just don't have any like we need we need more of them in the state i would like to see one of their hypers come here with an inversion i agree i just don't think cedar point is the the park to do that yeah um but i i agree that's a very desired model my dream mock though is a obviously an extreme spinner but specifically with a really drawn out zero g roll while you're spinning so you feel like you're like floating in space like with a ton of hang time just or like whoa that'd be really disorienting and cool yeah, yeah that would be pretty cool and it's got to have like the same type of vi- vibe that like ride to happiness has with the music and whatnot yeah yeah, that's what Cedar Point needs. Cedar Point needs onboard audio on a coaster. That too. I mean, tons of manufacturers can do it. Zamperla, B and M, um, Vacoma. I mean, I'm intimate. I'm sure they could. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I've only ridden that once, and it was like the most out of body experience. I only remember half of it, but I remember. I just hit the brakes and I was like, holy fuck, that was good. That's like all I re- Well, I actually, I remember going over the top hat and like that moment of bliss at the top. And then I remember the Mosasaurus roll. And that was like the only time in my life that I thought I was falling out of a ride in the best way possible. See, I, as cool as onboard audio would be for that, I like it without it because of the theming of the ride. Um... The theming of the ride, like, that's what I think, like, the beauty of that ride is. Like, I don't think they could have hit a home run in any other theming. But the fact that they were literally like, you're riding a roller coaster in a fucking theme park <laughs> with dinosaurs, like, in the paddock. Like, if they did any other theming, I think onboard audio would make it significantly better. But the fact that you hear people screaming of happiness and joy as if they're at a theme park, as you're chasing through the paddock, and you only hear noises when, like, the raptors are coming at you and stuff, like, that, to me, adds to the experience. That's fair. I mean, if I want intimate onboard audio, I can walk 10 minutes across the park to Hagrid's and get my onboard audio. Yeah. Um, I also agree. I with going back to the original question with Cedar Point, they do need a wood coaster, but like they don't like really take care of their wood coasters that well. So true. I don't even necessarily think it's that they don't take care of them. Isn't Erie a saltwater lake? No. No, it's not. It's freshwater. Oh no, I thought it was. It's brutal though. Living on the other side of the lake, it's brutal. Yeah, I I know either way it was definitely because of their weather, but I don't know why I thought that was a saltwater lake. No, I mean I guess Steel Vengeance is still a wood structure, but yeah, which even that is. I've heard things about the RMC Cedar Fair relationship and Steel Vengeance and Cedar Fair's wood maintenance. I'll just put it that way. Um, so I I agree with Chris, which is weird because. Three hours down the road, you have Kings Island that is like wood masters. Like they know how to handle wood. I hate that I just said that. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. Kings Island knows how to handle wood. Uh, it, that was one of those things that, as it was coming out of my mouth, I like heard it. And I'm like, no, please don't. And it still kept no. Oh. Anyway, if you want your wood handled. 
Go to King's Island. King's Island. Uh, <laughs> They're experts. Um, or the Cedar Point Ferris wheel. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Very but, true. Yeah, it's weird. I'm, again, with the merger, I'm interested in if there's any across the board. Because, like, Six Flags, you have Magic Mountain, Great Adventure, Great America that are, like, well, Great Adventures on maintenance. But, like, they're these top-tier parks. And then you have, like, Six Flags America, Six Flags St. Louis, Six Flags Darien Lake, as much as I hate to say it. They're just neglected parks. Like, things are falling apart. Things are broken. Whereas Cedar Fair is not perfect, but I'd say it's a thinner margin. I mean, some parks are still neglected, but it's not as bad, in my opinion. So I'm very interested in what happens that way. And if uh, King's Island's love for wood, I'm just leaning into it now, pours across the chain, or if the neglect from Cedar Point pours across the chain or whatever. Yeah, that would definitely be interesting to see. So if we have um, King's Dominion getting a coaster next year, right, 2025. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, supposedly Carowinds maybe as well. Um, yeah, they cleaned out their uh, Plants vs. Zombies last year, didn't they? Yeah, and they, they tore down that other gate that they had by Afterburn. I don't, I don't see them getting one next year or 2025. I feel like it's going to be. Was their last one Copperhead? going to get something. What's that? Was their last one Copperhead? Yeah. Was that 2018 or 2019? 20... I don't know. One of those two. <laughs> I think it was 2018. That was a, 2018 was a big year. Twisted Timbers, Copperhead Strike, Steel Vengeance. 2019. Oh, there we go. 2019. <laughs> um, yeah, Carowinds is weird because it's like the Crown Jewel Park, but at the same time, they don't get rides as often for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's Carowinds is a weird, weird park. Like I went I've been there twice. The first time, awesome. Everything was great. The second mm -hmm. time was there. The ops were terrible other than Fury. Really? Yeah. I've heard I'm not gonna call anybody out, but if you're on Theme Park Twitter, you probably know exactly who I'm talking about. There is a couple people, one rather notable person in the community that just trashes on Carowin every chance they get. Um, and I've heard some pretty bad things about Carowinds this year specifically. Um, but anyways, back to what you were saying. Um, 2025, King's Dominion for sure. Well, not for sure, but for sure, you know. Um, I think 2025 is going to be Michigan's Adventure and 2026 is going to be Valley Fair. That's what I think. Um, it would be nice to see things at that, those parks. Yeah, those two parks need something original for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, Not relocated. Obviously, everybody thinks uh, an invert at Valley Fair. Um, I personally, and this is insane of me, but I have my reasons that I can explain. I think that Michigan's Adventure is going to get an intimate multi-launch. Hmm. Um. And my, my basic thesis there is I think that Cedar Fair has... It might have all changed again with the merger. But I think that they were using their small parks 
uh, Worlds of Fun, Dorney, Michigan's Adventure, and Valley Fair to test for the bigger parks. I think that the Titan Track was a beta test for Canada's Wonderland because allegedly RMC can't work in Canada and their wooden coasters are dreadful. So I think that they were testing Titan Track to go to Canada's Wonderland. I think the dive at Dorney is them basically testing the market with uh, Hershey and Great Adventure right there. Um, I know Ryan was telling us, I'm sure he's talked to you guys about it, how they carefully watch what the other parks do. Um, so I think they were basically poking the bear because the rumor was Hershey's next coaster was going to be a dive. So I think they were kind of saying, like, if, if we invest in this, what's Hershey going to do? How's that going to affect the market share? Um, and then I think Michigan's Adventure is going to get an Intamin multi-launch to test Intamin, again, for Cedar Fair because that park is self-sufficient right now. If they have a flop, I mean, obviously it's lost money, but like they're not going to lose attendance. That park makes money year over year without any additional investments. And then Valley Fair, they need something new. <laughs> I think they're probably going to go Vacoma there um, to test a large-scale Vacoma. Maybe a Vacoma invert. Everyone seems to think they need an invert, which they kind of do. But yeah, that's my my theory there. Yeah, I mean... Valley Fair needs something launched and something with inversions. That's what they need. That's what they're really missing out. They only have corkscrew, which is two, a loop and two corkscrews. So, a launch of a coma flyer would be sick. You heard it here first. <laughs> it would be cool. Um, what's that? I said it would be cool. Of course, it's like all. Be, yeah, I would like to see some some Wacomas open up. So. Looking at you, Coda Land. <laughs> well, they got to open their Gerslauer first. Yeah. Yeah, I have a feeling. Ahsoka! We have guest appearance! Ahsoka! Came out from under the bed. She's been so quiet this episode. Apparently, she wanted Josh from Station Wait to talk more. <laughs> <laughs> she just knows that I love Corgi, so she respects me. There's that. Mm-hmm. That's definitely not it. I think I yelled at her a lot for barking. <laughs> she was just like, I'm not going to bark all podcasts. Thank you. That's funny. Uh, um, well, I mean, I think that brings us to the end of the episode. Um, so you know what that means, everybody. So, Josh, mm -hmm. give us the spice. Being investor strengths are not that bad. Oh, well, I agree with that. Well, then. Okay, um, second hot take then. Darien Lake is the most underappreciated park by uh, both enthusiasts and park management in the country. So, question about that. Mm -hmm. Since Great Escape is getting a new coaster, could Darien Lake see something soon? Could? Yes. Um, and... I go back and forth on this day over day. Some days I'm like, they're going to drop the agreement to operate that park. Because um, if anyone doesn't know, Six Flags does not own that park. They lease the operating rights in the land, but another company owns the park. So some days I'm like, Six Flags is going to drop the rights. And other days I'm like, they're going to invest in this park heavily. It already has a hotel and a campground. With including the campground and hotel and theme park and water park, it's over a thousand acres. It has a concert venue, like a massive concert venue where people like, you know, like Pitbull, 
Um, like any big band that comes to town, they're either playing our hockey arena or Darien Lake. Like those are the big venues. So it's got that. It's got an Intamin Hyper, um, a half Titan tracked roller coaster, <laughs> which I could do a whole video about, and I will at some point. Um, and it just has tons of land. Like I, I made a Twitter thread earlier this summer about all of the available spots that you could build something at Darien Lake without closing anything. And there was like eight spots where they could build something. Wow. So it's like, if they invest heavily, they have the infrastructure for the campground already. So you could make it a destination park, especially with the combined pass. You could probably get people to go to Canada's wonderland and make them upcharge their pass. Cause it's only like two hours away and it has a good base to be an amazing park. They just need to invest in it, but I don't think any of that's going to happen. <laughs> No, but I also don't think like Six Flags has much interest investing in the parks that they have those agreements with. Like, uh, yeah, for sure, and that's Frontier City doesn't get that type of investment either. Yeah, and it's a problem because I've never been to Frontier City. Oh, my dog's making Frontier City. Russo, come here. Russo, come. You're being a rat. Come here. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Um... Yeah, Frontier City, from what I've heard basically from you, has a ton of charm. And... Ah! There we go. Russo! Hello, oh. Bob! <laughs> um, and... Oh, jeez. Give me one second. Darien Lake has a ton of charm as well. It's just a different kind of charm. It's more of like a... Um, people from this area describe it as like... Oh, when I was a kid, we went to Darien Lake when it was just the kind of like Cedar Point has that like when I was a kid, Cedar Point had all this charm and some of it's still there because it's on the beach. Uh, Darien Lake has for this area some of that where people are like, oh, I would go there and we'd camp on the lake and they had like three rides and then they added the Viper and that that was the best thing in the world at the time because Viper was the first five inversion roller coaster. So like these parks that, like you said, Frontier City and Darien Lake, they have such charm, and you could capitalize on that if you would just invest. Ah! Yeah. Yeah. I agree. But, yeah, I, I think you're right. I don't think they want to because they don't own the land. But ah, just buy the land back. Problem solved. Easy. Easy peasy. Yeah. <laughs> I do however, like... I think that those parks do typically tend to be better than standard Six Flags parks, though, because I, for um, I love a Charmy Park, uh, Waldemir, Knobles, like I love their vibes, and it's kind of the same type of thing. Um, I also feel like they're actually taken care of. Like that is the main thing. Like Darien Lake is iffy on that. Um, Last year was really bad. This year was actually pretty good. Um, my only really real problem with Durian Lake is the food, which it's a Six Flags park. I'm not expecting good food. Um, that's the one thing I really hope they get out of this merger is good food options. Yeah, I agree. But, yeah. <sighs> well, uh, that brings us to the end of the episode. So any final words, either of you? Um... 
Magnum is great. Orion is a giga. Demon Drop's not a credit. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to discredit everything you just said. Magnum is trash. Orion is not a giga. And Demon Drop is a credit. Go and birds, go bell, go birds, go, go birds. bells, squish the fish. Anyway, uh, that brings <laughs> us uh, to the end of the episode. So uh, check us out next week because we're going to have the Zooter Loopers on uh, once Ooh. again. Josh, thank you for coming and hanging out. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. All right. We'll see you guys. Go Dolphins. Bye, guys. Go Birds. Fins <laughs> up. This has been the Theme Park Stand Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. We'll see you all next time.